Once upon a time, in a small village in Assam, lived a farmer named Foring. He and his wife were the only members of the family, as they were childless. It was the month of Magh that falls between the month of January and February, and there was a little drizzle. Foring got up early in the morning and said to his wife, "It's cloudy today. I don't want to eat rice. I feel like having rice cakes." Can you bake some for me? The wife said, "But where is Boradhan for making rice cakes? We don't have any in the granary." "Well, it seems like we won't have rice cakes then," Foring said. The wife then said, "Why don't you just go out and see if Boradhan is being threshed in any household and ask for some?" That gave Foring a brilliant idea, and he wrapped an airy shawl a shawl woven out of the airy silk around his body and went out seeing that the threshing of boradhan a sticky variety of rice was going on at a neighbor's place foring went in he sat near the threshing floor and started a chit chat with the householder about this and that for quite some time Meanwhile as the grains of rice got separated from the stalks the householder shook the straws free of the grains and pushed them aside Just then Foring complaining of a gut-wrenching pain rolled over the heap of paddy with the airy shawl still around his body The grains of the boradhan with fine bristles stuck to the shawl which had a rough surface Foring rolled several times over the heap of rice pretending to wince in pain and after some time left for home On reaching home Foring shook his shawl and got a basket full of boradhan The wife was very happy to see the basket of rice She at once boiled them dried them in the sun and then removed the husks by beating the dried grains Later she ground the sticky rice to a coarse powder In the evening after cooking and serving dinner to her husband she took to preparing the rice cakes meanwhile foring fell sleepy after dinner and so he went to bed the wife baked 20 scores of rice cakes and kept them on a bamboo tray then she ate most of the cakes and put away the remaining few in a bowl before going to bed she woke foring and said I finished baking rice cakes but I want to set a condition whoever gets up early tomorrow will eat one third of the cakes and whoever wakes up late will get the two thirds Foring agreed and went back to sleep Next morning none of them were ready to get up from bed the sun got hotter yet both went on snoring pretending to be asleep But Foring realized that he couldn't afford to go on sleeping, neglecting his work in the fields. Let her have two thirds of the rice cakes, he thought, and got up. Seeing him getting out of bed, his wife said, "You've got up before me, so you'll have only one third of the cakes." "All right, all right, you have two thirds," said her husband. Foring went to the kitchen to eat his share of rice cakes, and found. that there were only a few he asked his wife where are the remaining rice cakes remaining rice cakes all the rice cakes that i had made are there in the bowl have one third and keep the rest for me she said how strange thought foring only 
with these few cakes from a basket full of rice suddenly his eyes fell on the round bamboo tray hanging from the wall there he saw the impressions left by the rice cakes and counted them to his surprise he found that his wife had eaten 60 cakes in total without saying anything to his wife he came out and sat down outside his wife offered some sliced areca nuts betel leaf and slices of the sali bark to her husband as he took them from her foring recited a cryptic rhyme divine is the future with the plow with sticks drive the spirits out someone ate cakes three scores who can tell who knows understanding the hidden meaning of the cryptic rhyme foring's wife was ashamed of herself and immediately left the place to fetch water from the river she met a number of women at the river landing and confided the story of rice cakes to them and how her husband was in fact a fortune teller the word quickly spread like wildfire among all the villages and foring got to be known as the all knowing in no time once a villager lost his black cow and failed to find it after searching for 5 days giving up he approached foring and asked him if he could find the missing cow as luck would have it that morning foring saw that black cow grazing in the field filled with tall reeds behind his house so foring directed the man to go behind his house and search for it the man followed his advice and immediately found his cow after this incident it was known far and wide that foring was really an accomplished fortune teller with ample proof of it the news soon reached the king at about this time a gold necklace worth 1 lakh rupees was missing from the palace the king had it searched for in every nook and corner of the palace but the necklace was not to be found so the king summoned foring to the court when the king's messenger conveyed the king's order to foring he got very scared he knew if he did not obey he will be executed even if he goes but fails to find the necklace or confesses that he is not a fortune teller he would meet his death completely at a loss as to what he was to do he left everything to destiny and god and presented himself before the king the king warmly welcomed foring and ordered that he should be taken inside and served refreshments foring was served dainty dishes such as curd milk softened rice molasses and other delicacies now the king had two queens one was called madoi and the other hadoi it was hadoi the second queen who had stolen the gold necklace and had hidden it somewhere learning that the fortune teller had arrived she was utterly terrified realizing that she would get caught so she stood near the room where foring was eating and observed him through a tiny hole in the wall foring was equally frightened and quaking when he saw the bowl of softened rice and curd he said to himself aloud ha doi meaning alas curd eat well today 
who knows what the king is going to do to you tomorrow when the second queen hadoi heard these words she thought he had referred to her and said to herself oh i'm done for the fortune teller has got me she came out immediately and said to foring oh fortune teller please do not reveal this secret i'll give you whatever you want it was soon clear to the fortune teller that queen hadoi was the thief he said to the queen your highness i'll not divulge your secret but you must bring the necklace immediately and put it in the king's jewelry box the queen followed his instruction next day the king summoned the fortune teller to the court where a huge crowd had assembled and ordered him to tell who had stolen the necklace the fortune teller bowed to the king and said my lord by my calculations i don't see the necklace as stolen i think it is still in your lordship's jewelry box the king had the box brought to him when it was opened the gold necklace was found to be lying there everybody was astounded at this the king honored him by making him a courtier and by generously rewarding him with lands cash and other estates one day the king caught a foring meaning a grasshopper and held it in his fist and then asked his fortune teller tell me what i have here in my fist the fortune teller thought his days were over so he said in a saddened voice i predicted one by counting and another by seeing uttering hadoi revealed the chain but now foring your life comes to an end the king did not know the fortune teller's name so he thought by foring he meant the grasshopper inside his fist the king released the grasshopper and gifted the fortune teller with his own dress one day the king hid a heluk the root of a water lily in his palm and said to the fortune teller tell me what do i have in my fist utterly nervous foring muttered bare pote holako meaning i somehow escape every time the king heard it as the proverb pure pati heluk meaning i find the root of a water lily at every dip the king was surprised and rewarded the fortune teller once more with a handsome amount of gold and silver after this incident those who were planning to call out foring's bluff just got dumbstruck and returned quietly to their homes